Welcome to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. This episode is produced by Ben Newsom, Suzette Bailey, Carrie Benedet, and Jonathan Schack. And yes, I am an AI introducing each episode. The latest episode of the Edgy Tech Me podcast discusses how AI can be used to manage complex tasks such as fusion reactions in nuclear reactors. Humans are not good at repetitive tasks, so AI can help to avoid mistakes that could lead to a meltdown. The podcast also discusses the importance of educating people about how to use AI correctly. AI can be used to help manage complexity and remove bias. The panel discussed that AI can be used to help create training sets for other AI systems, and that this may reduce bias in these systems. The panel also discussed the potential implications of AI on the world economy and on human development. Welcome to the Edutech Me podcast, hanging out with Carrie Benedet, Suzette Bailey, Jonathan Schack, and myself, Ben Newsom. And this is a Friday afternoon where we want to be relaxed, nice and calm and simple. But you know what? Not only is it always like that, it's often complex. <laughs> it can be. And, you know, we're looking at all these different ways that AI can actually be used in complex situations. And my gosh, there are a lot of them. There really are. And one that grabbed my eye was around trying to handle some of the most complex tasks used in science today, fusion reactors. And there's other things out there as well. I mean, there's so many complex ways that uh, AI can be used. Uh, so, guys, Suzette, what have you seen out there that is complex? But so fusion reaction, I, I, look, we're getting to the point now where there's so many tasks which us as humans, we don't do really well. We don't do well with competitiveness. We don't do well um, with being able to do things over and over again. And as the tasks get more complex, even though they're still repetitive, we get even worse. And that's where AI can come in. And so I loved this article about using AI to manage and help fusion reactions uh, or reactors because and, and the plasma flow and such because us as humans we we don't we get a bit bored at times having to look after those sort of things and unfortunately we're talking about pieces of inf- um, uh, equipment that when you get bored they can literally blow up or melt down depending on which one you're talking about so having an AI in the mix helps to avoid that. Absolutely. And, you know, I want you to imagine, so if you've never heard about what they're doing, these things are called tokamak reactors, and they look like a donut. Honestly, they're a donut. And inside the donut is superheated plasma. And to make it fuse atoms together to be able to produce this energy that we're all trying to have happen, you've got to squeeze it. Now, imagine squeezing on a donut, the dough squeezes in between your fingers. But the researchers describe this as far deeper that imagine having a water balloon that's a donut shape and you're trying to squeeze on it evenly from all directions and not have something bubble out and then touch the side of a reactor and melt the thing down. Kind of bad when it's a multi-million dollar experiment. Uh, So having AI actually deal with those micro changes rapidly is incredibly important because no human's got the reaction to make it happen in any way. So I'm just thinking about how our, um, our young people, our next generations learn about all this. So fusion would be covered in secondary um, science, physics, chemistry. So it's, it's quite holistic, isn't it? So, and there's plenty of evidence that we are already beneficiaries of all, the, all this complexity that man has actually um, experimented with. Um, so we're living in a world where we have a variety of things that are advantageous to use, productive to use, but also destructive 
Um, so that's where I've gone. But I think the curiosity um, around how this all works and the ethical questions around what we use it for would be part of the curriculum. I'd hope my, my grandkids are going to be learning. Any thoughts on that, Jonathan? Yeah, well, I think that's very wise to actually think about the education process that goes along the side of tools. Because, um, you know, to use a tool successfully, you, you need to know the parameters in which it should be used. And, um, you know, I was just thinking, um, and I, I hope this sort of goes to your question a little bit, Carrie, about the movie Hidden Figures, where the, the women were, cal cal make, they were yeah. called computers, they were making the calculations for the, the moon uh, shot. Yeah. And, um, and they did their job, but at the end of the movie, of course, it moved to the IBM computer. And now we're talking to that next level of, um, you know, quantum mechanics and quantum physics and quantum computing. But our brains can't handle it, but AI can help us get there. So that's that, that, that continuum mm. of knowledge uh, unlocking sort of unsolvable problems. But, you know, the point what about the kids being educated to, to handle that is, is vital because, you know, as we've talked about in previous uh, podcasts about, you know, AI taking over the world or whatever and sparking off all the nukes because humankind's bad for the planet. So let's get rid of it. Um, I mean, that's at extreme, but we don't want tools to be used for the building of nuclear weapons or whatever. We want to build them for fusion power. So, you know, and education is very important right from the start to point people in the right direction or what we think is the right direction. The thing, all this, anyway. <laughs> the thing with all of this also is that we, you know, we only have a capacity to hold so much information and more information, it's doubling pretty much every half, um, half a day these days uh, of the world's popular, you know, world's amount of information. And that gets dangerous, particularly in things like new, um, nuclear fusion reactions and other things. But I mean, these kinds of complex problems, which are still at their base repetitive, they're not actually uh, the complexity is not adding uh, uh, it unusual. As you you said, Ben, the the donut um, example is a perfect one because we as humans cannot maintain a balloon equally, whereas a mm -hmm. robot and an managed by an AI can. But also things like um, other complex problems that AI can help with is, ironically enough, helping to create more data for itself to be trained on. Because we're not particularly great at it. We we show, we've talked about ethics and, um, and uh, bias coming into uh, yeah. how AI is trained. So being able to have that much more sort of uh, removing that sort of bias and actually getting the AI to help train itself and creating training sets might be a way of getting around some of that bias issues. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I kind of think about what, in some ways we're describing the butterfly effect in some ways. It, the, it's, it's a complex sea of information that's just rising and falling like it's crazy. It's nuts. But I mean, like from a complexity point of view, I mean, you think about how there's multiple algorithms that help predict what the weather's going to do, et cetera. And it's really difficult <laughs> to get right. And yeah, we know. <laughs> yes, we know. Absolutely. Living in Sydney. Uh, absolutely. It's been a bit wet lately, but the um, it, it is. It, and so when I think of any 
massive data sets like you're describing, Suzette, especially data sets that move, they're not static. That to me is where AI really comes in as a true tool for good. Um, and um, I'm really excited to see what happens. I mean, I'm thinking, Jonathan, I mean, your background, especially in the finance world, I mean, think of the stocks, right? And I know that AI has been used in that, surely. Oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, even when I was in the market some 20 odd years ago, there were things called black boxes and they were algorithms that um, bet against the market and made stockbrokers like me obsolete. So they said, um, and, um, but they missed out on the human nuance. Yes. This is the really interesting aspect of what we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, there's, I think it's, I think it's deep fake, but I think there's an awful lot of stuff being said about quantum um, computing where people like Mr. Gates and whatever will hand 90% of the world's wealth to the, you know, to the 90% that don't have it. There's, there's, you know, that's a, a good thought, but you know, I, I think it's a, a fake article and I don't think he's associated with it. I might be wrong, but <laughs> there we are. Yeah, I think in, in finance, um, you know, basically you, you need a buyer and a seller. And if they're both not happy, then business doesn't really happen. If you try and beat the market and beat the market every time, you won't have a market. It won't work. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I just think, that I think the world that our our next generations are growing up in, um, are living in, and will be working in and exploring, um, is going to be fascinating. Um, the you know if you look back, I've got my mum at the moment's ninety. She's looking back on generations of change. The same things happening at the at the moment for us. We've, we've got we're in the middle of some massive change as well, and I think it's only going to get faster. Um, so, you know, we all take a quantum leap, don't we? Um, you know, within, within our own self-development, but also in our learning. So, um, you know, AI, I think it's here. We've, we, we shouldn't be afraid of it. We should be informed. And I think that's why we have this, these conversations with uh, some different thinkers and some different topics. And we hope uh, our listeners are enjoying it. Absolutely. We get to a point where, we're, where staff members are, training um people are training or not training but actually managing ai staff as opposed to staff directly yeah. so you know us us as humans will come in where we need to do the quality checks when um the the bursts of inspiration the bursts of uh brilliance and that sort of thing and allow the repetitive even though there may be complex content um uh, tasks to be done by things like ai and see, eventually, uh, it takes a genius to make something simple. And uh, I think in this case, we're using this, this tool, aren't we? That's the whole point. Uh, but again, eventually, the genius is us creating it in the first place. Next step is when AI creates AI. That's a whole nother world. <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion. But look, thank you. Sorry? It's already happening. It is. There is I'm creating AI. It's here. Oh. Yeah. So this is the Inception episode. So I hope you've been enjoying this particular chat about uh, the, the complexity and hopefully managing it. Have a think about the complexity in your life, your workplace, whatever that you do, where could you employ AI for your life to make it good, make it better? And uh, would it be powerful? Is it something you just don't want to touch? I'd love to know. Love to, yeah, right, reach out to us. I'm sure that's Suzette, Jonathan, Carrie and I would love to uh, 
find out what your thoughts are on this. So uh, look, thank you very much for hanging out on the Edgy Technique podcast, talking complexity on a simple, gorgeous Friday afternoon. See you later. Cheers. Bye, thanks. Thanks for listening to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.